You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Who Done It After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Who Done It After Show. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another After Buzz After Show for Who Done It finale. As you guys can see, we are joined by special guest Anthony Zyker. Woo! About Victory Cigar. And his Victory Smokeless or E Cigar. We didn't even know they had him <laughs> until today. Also joined by my lovely co hosts. Hey guys, it's Virginia. And Brian. All right, I feel like there's so much to talk about. We're so excited. I, I'm only smoking this because I can finally relax and so you all know what the answers are, who the killer is, who the winner is, and I can just relax. It's too stressful for me in this life. Uh, it's It was really stressful. Oh. It was really awesome, and we're so excited. We get tons of inside scoop questions we've wanted to know the answer sure. all season. All season. And yes. we're bringing it to you. We have some of your questions as well. We appreciate that you guys have been following all season on YouTube, iTunes. We have some questions that we've picked for Anthony to answer as well, yeah. so... Let's get right to it. Fire away. So, well, I think let's let's just go over the the finale real quick. Let's go over that. You know, there was lots of speculation that Melina was still alive, which I thought was a you know a good twist that was thrown. But we even went back to when you had called in and when you said there was three people left, we were like, wait, there's three people left, but she's not dead. And on the on ABC site, it didn't X her out like the other people right, after right, their right. death. So I was a little bit and the killer on Twitter was still following for. So. Sometimes I lie about things. <laughs> Apparently. Well, Apparently. I mean, well, the, when I saw the next week on after eight, episode eight, I saw I didn't see Melina in there, but like for one running away shot, I'm like, oh no, he totally gave it away. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, I knew there'd be a winner, loser, and a killer. Um, we had the same format for the first eight episodes, obviously, that right. very structured format. But, but for nine, it was like, I came into my boss, I'm like, look, here's a whole new philosophy. We're going to do like puzzle pieces and the question mark and different things because we wanted to make sure that we we crowned the true champion of whodunit, that we really felt like they went through all the things they've learned throughout the course of the episode. Right. And, uh, you know, I didn't, I, you know, for all those who don't know, I didn't know who the killer was until episode eight. Wow. Mid-episode 8. I have no idea. Only because, well, when we were dragging Gino across okay. into the thing with the chandelier, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like, so, my, my partner Chris Abrego, so Chris, I don't know the killer is, is the killer able to drag a 220-pound <laughs> man under an illuminated crest? And he was like, I said, dude, I have to know because I can't write the 8 or the finale. Right. And he was like, uh, he says, yes, it's, it's, it's a female. I go, okay, well, which female? I mean, could you, you know, and he finally gave up Chris, so, and that's what I knew was Chris, and then after, at that point, I had to be on the set for the, another episode and a half and not say the word, Chris is the killer. I had to say the killer, the killer, the killer. Yeah. And I slipped a couple of times with the PA right. that I work with, and he was like, you know, he was like, did you stop with the killer? I'm like, yes, quiet! It's like a five million dollar fine. Don't say anything. <laughs> That's it's funny because once Chris was revealed as well, and they were playing back all of the scenes. The one thing that stood out was when she had Dana push Sasha. So I was like, that was smart. She made somebody else do yeah. the dirty work in case she couldn't like push them both together, or you well, know, it was a hint that she might have been not as strong as one of the dudes. I definitely wanted to make sure. Well, it was hard because they had all these of these genderless, motiveless murders, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Had to push the cart and this and that. And when I first thought of the idea of maybe having Melina disappear, I wanted people to think, oh, well, she disappeared to do come back and do killing. Luckily, Lindsay had a soundbite which said, I don't know if she's a killer or coming back to kill me. So everybody kind of drank that Kool-Aid, which was great. Um, yeah, I definitely worked. drank that Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, I was like, I don't know. I think she's still the killer. And she's out, like, you were setting up. For her. <laughs> yeah, because it just seemed like it made sense because the whole season we see her as a little bit helpless or, like, you know, the damsel in distress. And then if she would have been the killer, it would have been like this whole time she was playing us, you know? Right. But still, I mean, Chris did a really good job of playing us as well. She did. I, I wasn't part of that selection process. You know, it was funny because my, oh, wow. my son, Evan, 
was on watching some of these audition tapes in the beginning, and he was like, he's 10 years old, and he was like, oh, she's really, really great, Chris Kratz. And I was like, well, okay, interesting. And then I find out later that it was her, so... I don't know how the selection process really happened. I think they offered up to her to be the killer. I know she got like 50000 bucks to be the killer, oh, wow. um, which is a nice payday for 30 days of working. Yeah. But she did wow. such a great job. I had no idea. Every, every time I was like, oh, it's got to be Dante, dead. Got to be Adriana because she's like overly <laughs> suspicious. So I pulled Chris Abrego aside and my partner, Matt Weinberg, and I'm like, if you guys cast Adriana as the killer, she's way too overacty. You guys are ruining this show. She's mugging the camera, and this is so ridiculous. Blah, 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 blah. And like, boom, dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then right down the line, Don dead. And then Ulysses dead. I'm like, I'm done guessing. I'm done. That's awesome. You know, it was cool. It was. There was a lot of things that do, if you if you look back, do point to Chris. But right. I feel like in the same sense, last week, what threw me last week was when Giles was like, you've never been scared. So I was like, oh, no, it's not her. Like that would be. See, I thought too- the opposite. I thought I, the, the network was forced me to put that back in. I don't want to put that in. I don't want to put that in. I don't want to put in that that uh, she has handles guns. Right. We kept right. in the one. That, we kept in the premiere about. Oh, my dad's a cop. High five to Don. Right. But I didn't want to put any of that because that that seems so obviously right. that's such a bad giveaway. It's like right. never been scared. No. And I'm like, well, there's one two ways. Either a oh they're too tricky and it's not her, or oh it's got to be her. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I think you've done a good enough job by that by this late in the season that people. You know, are expecting it's basically you know a, a double bluff at this point. People aren't expecting right. anything to be Exa- you know, to be straightforward. It's like showing exactly. your bluff in, in poker, and so by that point, you know, I, I thought, oh, well, they're showing you know, or they're, they're Giles is is talking to you know, is talking to Chris saying you've never been scared. Well, that's you know that that clearly can't can't be straightforward. That right, because everything else was so right. left, right, this, that, that, that was like okay, but really, and I feel like they did that with a lot of things. Like if you really just took it for face value for what they were saying, some of the things were actually really true. Even with that one episode where it was just such a straightforward kill, we were looking for other stuff to, you know, um, what was it the where they drained the blood? Yeah, when yeah. we the, were like, that couldn't the, have been that easy. You know, yeah. Yeah. Right, the double murder, and then it was. It's because you'd gotten us on this look for something else. Else, you know, so you definitely did a good job of throwing those in there when you're not one. expecting it. Yeah, I remember yeah. when we were doing the, the the footprints and the ink prints on the carpet. So I was like, "Is this going to look absolutely terrible?" But actually, played pretty well on film. At least you saw it. Yeah, but, but seven and eight, we threw them out. We, we didn't, episodes weren't weren't great. We tossed them. So li- those were literally like off the cuff seven and eight, and they both come out to be pretty good episodes too. Yeah, especially the fourth the fourth challenge where they had the fourth area with that whole ice ship and picking thing, which is right. But Melina, I never saw Melina come back and start just mowing people down in that one scene. <laughs> oh my I, god, that was brilliant. I didn't see it when I, I was somewhere else and writing or whatever. So when she came down, I was like, did you guys feed her that information? No, no, she just she just put all this together. And her and Ronnie were like thick as thieves during the shoot, so when those two, she came down and was just playing everybody I know about this. And did a drink? Was it tea? Did you write a note? And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. She just went off. It was great. So did you guys rewrite that fourth mystery scene then because y'all saw the way that their team broke down and that it was really only Melina so that, you know, they couldn't do that? Or was that really how no. it was originally planned? I, I wrote the lines for Giles to say, you know, one of four areas and pick your thing for from the mystery area, I had to anticipate and write that they would not, you know, agree to individual areas because it was. I think Melina and Lindsay had a big stalemate, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, I just gave them that kind of dialogue, and then literally they had to fight it out. And you know, the only thing, the only thing I ever scripted ever was just all of Giles. And right. Chris at the end with the whole, because she had to rhyme like Kaiser Soze. That was it. Okay, time out then. Let's go to Giles for a minute. There's two <laughs> episodes where his behavior is very distinctly changed. Like he's drunk, he's, he's in like a half he's onesie, dancing. he's <laughs> dancing with the maids. Like, yeah. Did that play, or was that just. Well, the thing is, it's like, it's, 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 I call it. Who is the actress in um, League of Their Own? Uh, Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Yeah. So I saw Gina Davis acting on that movie. And literally, you're like, wow, she's, she doesn't seem like she's that great. You know, when you watch her, then you watch her on film, which is ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. So you don't know how good or bad Gildart is mm-hmm. until you get him in the cutting room. Because it seems like in, on the day, he's doing great. And somebody, you know, him and I worked very, very closely about trying to really find his rhythm. Because if you play it too straight and too, you don't, as an actor, you don't feel like you're really, you know, wowing the audience. If you play it really big, it feels good on the day. But in the cutting room, you're like, whoa, way too big. Right. And Gildart's such a professional. And him and I were like, very, very close. He trusts me a thousand percent on everything that I'd write. And we would work on all of our scenes together before he would do them. But we took some chances to go bigger and go smaller. And, and ironically, when he was just 
just normal and just subdued and laid back, he was great. But when he got big, things got big, and we had to just cut around it. We had some issues, him and I, but he's the kind of actor that will say, hey, show me more of what I'm doing wrong, and I'll make the adjustments, and he was great. So you just kind of threw that in as a curveball to his, his straightness, the fact that he, yeah, for example, it seemed the, like he was In the finale, for a I told him in the finale, you know, it's, at last, you crowned, who done it, you've done right. it, arrest him. And I told him to go big. Right. It was just too big for the right. moment because Cam, you know, we didn't know Cam would win. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought Lindsay was going to win. I was certain she was, had a good chance of winning. So when Cam was there, Cam was very subdued, and he was very like, I just won a quarter million dollars. You're great. Yeah. Oh, that's right. a big deal. Okay, cool. What's I think he was in shock. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that one bite where he was got emotional, and, you know, he actually lost his words. I put some sad music on purpose just to make that <laughs> read, right. because that was the only time he showed any vulnerability, because he was just very, like, just the facts, ma'am, Homeland Security, right. going to come get you. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> but it was, a lot of people knocked us for doing the whole, like, stereotypical butler thing with, with mm-hmm. uh, Giles, but... I thought it was actually really, really fun. Oh, know? no. We all loved Giles. If there is a season two, will Giles be a part of it? I hope he, I hope he is, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. I, we all love him. You know, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, what will season two be? You know, we've right. some talks about that, too. Well, you know, this episode I particularly liked because you immediately see the shift of, you know, like, every man for themselves. Like, they've been yeah. this whole team this whole time. And then, like, you see Cam kind of, like, he starts noticing stuff, and then he takes off. And then, like, the girls follow him because that's kind of what their team's been doing. And then immediately when he gets in there, he's like, okay, guys, like, we're not going to play this game anymore. Like, it, we're on our own. And it was just a really awesome kind of shift because I've, I've been waiting for, like, a lone man kind of thing, and it didn't happen until the oh, finale. Ronnie screwed us. I mean, he screwed us so bad when <laughs> when he won the challenge and the first thing with the slingshot. Right. And he would run to the thing, and then everybody would follow him. And, then, and 11 of 13 have information, and I'm like, what are you doing? So literally after the third episode, we're like, okay, time out, time out. These challenges have to be to have one winner. Okay. Because everybody follows you, you're screwed. Right. So you'll right. see in the later episodes when Gino wins and shuts the right. door for the safe, when Ronnie goes upstairs and shuts the door for the video stuff on Adriana's explosion. It was all like on the fly challenge moves to make sure that a gaggle of people didn't win the challenge because there's nothing to barter. Right. right. You know? It, it also looked, I mean, it looked to us like maybe, maybe around, uh, Episode three, and maybe this is the same, the same type of, of uh, direction from from you guys. That you know, some of the the intermediate steps. Um, there had been a lot of following in, in in even in the middle of the challenge. You know, like um, you know, Ronnie maybe would would see the door handle or something, and then you know someone else would be going this way, and they go whoop and go right to it. And then um, I, I, the, I think the most distinct point that I saw was where they were in the woods with the, this was, I guess, the episode in which U- Ulysses was killed. Um, it looked to me like everyone had to complete this little word maze right. on their own before they could even move off, even if, you know, someone in their team. That's correct, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the thing is, what no one knows right. until your great listeners is the fact that we did a presentation um, before we shot the, the pilot. So we had a bunch of kind of like, you know, actors come in from central casting. We shot for three days. And the person who won the challenge, you're like, you, congratulations, Cam. That individual in the presentation had to go ahead and recount what happened in front of the whole table. That was how it originally was. And I'm oh. telling you, we were, we were seriously mid, mid shooting of, of the, of the premiere. And we had the idea, my, my partner Matt said, you know, we should have Giles write it from the killer's point of view and keep a really distinct voice. Right. And this is like big time game changing decision of the entire show. Because the fear was, could you imagine Ulysses, God love him, but he's so horrible and state your case. Yeah. Like in real life, in real life he's like, and then you, uh, the killer walked in and then he had a knife. Um, I'm start again, start again. Um, killer had a <laughs> knife and then he went like, Start again, start again. Like that, that was a stage of case. And we're, we're dying going, oh my God, I had to cut this guy together. Thankfully, we did it in snippets because it was. Right. So, can you imagine, you know, Ulysses winning a challenge and getting up there and going, okay, how it happened is and give the whole run of the case would be a disaster in, in the cutting room. So, we decided to give all that to Giles with a killer point of view. And it really gave me a chance to do th- things like beast wishes and all those funny salutations, how the such that great kind of pun like voice. It really opened the show up big time and, and just protected our true crime. 
Well, and it also kind of just leaves the mystery of who the killer, because it doesn't have a voice. You know, even to us, it's like, who is the killer still? You know, as opposed to someone else telling the story. Yeah, and it did definitely confuse a few people. Like, people were going to Giles was the killer, which we knew wasn't the case. Right, I think that was almost, it's almost just like a, a natural... I think on behalf of a lot of people, it's just a natural impulse. They keep right. hearing Giles describing the killings, and you know, right. somewhere in 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 there's there's neurons in there that are just saying, "Well, you know, that he must be the killer." Well, you know, no matter what he would do, you know, if he would run back in from a bombing, or if he'd come right. in and go, "If you've been, you know, scared, interesting, if you would act weird or sinister, it's like it's got to be him. It's got to be him." You couldn't help but say it's Giles. Yeah. That's why I put that beat in the finale mm-hmm. um, to where Cam went up and we we pray to God someone will get it wrong and go, "You're the killer," and so the whole America goes, "I told you." It was the right. That's right. what I was thinking. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, our YouTube viewers were right. Like, how did we miss that? I'm not going to lie, though. I would have kind of been really disappointed. I would have been peeved. Oh, no. I would have been sense. pissed. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's a bad the, trick. the premise of the show. I, that's why I, I, I was know, shocked that Cam fell for it. that. Or because, yeah. I mean, the premise of the show, I mean, I would think that for the contestants, it was pretty clearly spelled out that one of them is the killer. And he really thought that. Because when yeah. he went back, after he had gotten it wrong, he went back again. He's like, against what I'm feeling, I'm going to say, you are not the killer. And he got the other piece yeah. puzzle piece. But I think adrenaline was probably part yeah, of it. Like, you know, like, go, go, let's, you know, maybe, maybe it is. Like, you got to think. I mean, he's winning $250,000. That's what he's thinking. Like, is it or is it not? You right. know? Well, it was really, you know, the, there's, there's a lot of movie mag- TV magic that kind of happened in the show. Like, for example, we didn't have enough cameras to pull off a real live go. For the whole puzzle piece competition. Right. So what we did was per legal, because there's a lot of legalities in this thing of, you know, the right. idea is so ridiculous. You know, I mean, the first thing that's interesting, kind of behind the curtain for the after post, um, is you, there's state your case isn't how we judge you. Right. We no. judge you on a, on a written test. Yeah. Off screen. Those that do great or the best is scared, spared for the day, and those that do horrible in the bottom two. Yeah. Is the test the same every week? Like the same questions? No, no. Well, it's it's all it's all episode specific, right? So okay. it's like, what's the murder weapon? Da, da, da. And they're they're, they're way like something or three points or one point or two points that kind of thing. Okay. And so what happens is is that we have a clause in the rules that the killer can be scared, right? But it cannot get kicked off. And it used to be before we started shooting that the killer could get kicked off. And I'm like, well, how can we do that? <laughs> Right. They put that clause right. in, at the buzzer, you know. So we're hoping, we're praying, can't Chris just get on the bottom two to kind of throw this thing off? And she was never, ever scared. It was just freaking me out because the people just put that together and go, oh, she's never been scared. That must be her. Right. Uh, so that's where we were. Anyway, there is a test that you have to take. Um, and so we did Cam in the, in the finale. We timed him. Go. And he had to run every station, do the thing, poems, the whole two, two, two thing. And then we did Lindsay. Go. And then we did Chris. I think Chris, like, you know, half, half did this and half did that because she was, you know, whatever. But Lindsay actually, she was winning. And what happened, and she was, she was actually doing pretty good. Cam got caught up seven times he missed the lion thing. Seven straight times. Wow. And this is like Mr. Logic guy. Like, right. right. Don gave him the wrong piece. And we're dying. So Lindsay actually lost the competition for a quarter million bucks by 44 seconds. No! 44 seconds. Oh, wow. And I was hoping, because wow. when I wrote the ending about where do you want to go home, I was hoping it would be emotional, something very, very, you know, Wizard of Oz about that. Like, you go through all the, you walk in this house, it's all horrified, then all of a sudden, like, you win the money and you go back to the place that's most safe, which is home. And Cam wins! Like, the, the, like the personality straight guy wins, and I'm like, oh no, where do you want to go? Home! You know. I was hoping to hear Disneyland. <laughs> Me too! Yeah. I tried to put some Disneyland music with a yeah, it's, it's on, yeah, it was yeah. on ABC. <laughs> but there was so much drama, by the way. If you watch it closely and rewind it back on your DVRs tonight, when Cam walks out and shakes hands, you see Sasha just burns a look through her. <laughs> yeah, hand. I saw that. Sassy so, Sasha. Was yeah, she Sasha, was pissed. She was telling me that, that that Cam was like, you know, giving the finger on the walk. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So we did that, we did that shot three times. We had tights on the, on the you know. Cost fifteen grand to, to fly the cast back to play the to play the zombies. You know that was a nice touch for the audience. Uh, yeah, and was yeah. that because we had talked on this last week? Was that because just again to be like they're not dead, or was that the intention no, no, of the it was finale? Always, always, I always felt like it's just fun to kind of do the thriller version of this yeah. and bring them we, back. We, 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 we wanted to dance too. And did you guys recognize that that was my voice and the, the killer was yeah. me? That was yeah. my voice, right? So it's funny. So it's like, I even raised him to the deadly haze. Yeah. And when they came down the cast, it's like, oh my God. It was so fun. It was, it was nice that they all come back. Yeah. It was really cool. We recognize your cameo too in the end, Mr. Oh my Popper. God. Yes. 
I'm mortified. First of all, I was like, I've been on a 29 day shoot. All you do is eat grape licorice and type <laughs> and, chew, and chew tobacco. You're like, you know, skull tobacco, licorice, you're unhealthy. And I'm like, okay. I thought I see it from my, my kids can see me, you know, on TV or something. That. Yeah. Was that your first major cameo or I mean? No, no, I've, yeah, I've, I've been on CSI say. probably five times. Okay. I was a heckler, okay. a sports book guy, a, a mm. roller coaster attendant. Mm. <laughs> That's you know, awesome. Stuff like that. So going back to the finale real quick, I have another question because the killer's voice, aka you in the finale says that they have to dispose of Giles. So it, so there is like a double twist of Giles that he's dead, then that he's alive, then that he's the killer, then he's not. I did it on purpose because I wanted to um, I wanted to have him say right, it was to remind the audience again a quarter million dollars it's like, in case you don't know that from the nine episodes um, and then I hope I have a chance to congratulate you before I and it cuts out Right. sorry yeah. Could have supposed that Giles. I, mean, I did it on purpose because I wanted people to think that he was like now dead. So when the first person ran up there on Clue Nine, which is where right. right, they see the killer and see, oh my god, oh, oh sorry, I know it looks peculiar that I'm now out of the all the contraptions. You don't think I'm the killer, do you? Yeah. you know, have the audience go, ah, maybe it's him. And thankfully, by the grace of God, Cam guessed wrong and said, you are the killer. And the Americans gonna be like, exactly, I knew it the whole time. So it was just a setup to a great payoff. Yeah, it yeah. definitely you got me because right, yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" My yeah. mind was like seriously blown. racing. Yeah, I was blown when that happened because I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, Giles!" The whole time they've tricked us. Yeah. I, w- I remember watching the finale with my uh, with my, my family from Buffalo. My my wife, my new wife Michelle, just got married. Yay, March! Um, and they were they were stressed out watching it. Did it yeah. seem stressful to you when you're watching it? I was totally stressed out. That's and then for the like when it happened, and I was like, "Oh my god, Chris is the killer!" When they're showing us this, and then I'm like. Oh my god, that means Cam is the winner. Like I didn't know what to think. I was going back and forth, like winner, killer, what is going on? Like I, yeah, it was. It all happened so abruptly towards right. the end too. It's, I mean, and after watching, you know, week after week after week with no with no resolution and really no very little convergence on the resolution either. You know, you did a very good job of keeping that you know that that sense of even though there were fewer and fewer options for the killer, you know, very little. I think actual. Um, you know anything you could hang your hat on to say? Well, that's definitely the killer. Um, up until the last, you know, ten minutes or so, where it's actually revealed, um, it was almost, you know, it, I, I had a feeling of almost surreality in the sense of, you know, is this actually the reveal of the killer? I don't right. Know. So did I, because she said it very. It was kind of creepy the way that she was speaking, <laughs> and, and like the killer was a, speaking a riddle in itself. Like I felt I completely agree with you. You were kind of like, wait, but what's going to happen? Is Cam going to like blow out of the building now? Well, right I, now? I never talked to Chris at all the entire show until the very end. So I mean, we did rap, and then they would. We would buy them like Coronas and pizzas and say, hey, did you have fun today? And the cast was always like, to me, because I, I would never talk to them. I would bring these weird episodes down. They'd be freaked out. Ever since Dante ran on fire, they, they hated me. And we literally brought them out of the hotel at 3 in the morning. We, we put them, you know, it was half stayed in the hotel, half stayed in the manor, just so you know. And when we ran him across, or actually it was a, it was a female stunt woman that shaved her head for the shoot. Which was yeah. totally crazy. Um, lit her on fire twice. And when she, when she ran across on fire and the cast didn't know about it, they were so freaked out, crying, delirious. That's when we, when, when I had to tell Dana she was off the show later on. She was like, I just, I, I, I can't take it anymore. I just want to get out of here and go back home to my eight kids. I mean, she was so stressed out. Everybody was so stressed out. So and I was like, awesome. I was like the Moriarty going, Whoa, and I would just like, I, I would just try to just crush and kill everybody every episode. It was great. It I'm was glad fun. you had fun with it. No, like watching other people cry and freak out. <laughs> Freaked out. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, so I okay. So so now that we know Chris is the killer, so you know we we see kind of Cam like he was the one that started this. You know this is my team, you know, like, he right. was the very first person that, like, started alliances, and you're in, you're in the out. the very beginning, yeah, right? You know, like, I mean, he was playing the game, and so Chris was in his alliance pretty early on. Since she was the killer, could, was she just playing just like everybody else? Did she have to, because she knows, obviously, it's not her, um, or, or she knows she is the killer. Does she just have a choice of how she, she can play the game any way she wants? Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty, it was a pretty hands-off you know, reality production. I mean, a lot of those, as you, there's some reality shows that you could watch. You just know that everything is planted and scripted. And that's why I got so angry in, in the first couple of reviews coming out talking about it's all scripted and they're all actors. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is what probably one of, this is why I was so uh, forthright in the first five minutes of the finale, which is like, okay, 
Time for Anthony's voice. Because I went to my boss and said, look, I'm so tired of everybody saying that it's hokey and silly and acting and, and uh, it's scripted. Because if, if that's how, how it's perceived, that I went from the biggest television show at CSI then I'm writing some kind of just cheesy thing for ABC, I was right. mortified. <laughs> so I want to make sure, like, let me set the record straight about this thing. What I should have done is I should have done the finale five minutes in the premiere. Yeah, yeah that would just made sense. Said, But I, I was so strict about, like, look, I don't... We don't want to be conventional. We don't want to hand walk people. Let's just let it let it rip. Yeah. Let them figure it out. Because again, like your listeners for AfterBuzz.tv, they know how to put things together relatively really quickly in that sort of like quick Twitter mind. And I wanted to make sure that we weren't insulting artists by going, "Here's how it's played." My name is Giles. We took thirteen non-actors right. into a manor where they will stay here. If you do good, you're this. If you do bad, you're this. And they're not actors, and they can play at their own desk. It's like next. Where's a wife swap? So I, I, actually, I actually liked that it was that way, to be very honest with you. And I think that, and I could be wrong, but never in your guys' wildest dreams did you think that one of the biggest thing people would be saying is, are they actually killing people? You know what I mean? Like, there was some yeah. things that were just so, because I remember us doing, like, the first recap, the second recap, and we were like, so what's, like, how do we figure it out? And it was part of the whole thing to figure out well, it was probably what ha- was going on. I mean, you're right. I think all great things happen happen on accident. And the thing is, we just made the decision not to do that. Yeah. And it got a lot of people talking. If we would have spelled it out and said, hello, hello, two plus two is four, go. Yeah. They might have been like, oh, well, whatever. But people were asked, people had a lot of questions, and I thought that was a bad thing. I, mean, I was beating myself up in the first episode. I was like, oh my God, is this something a failure? I can't believe it. But it, we got snake bit by the guy on the type rope. So we lost a bunch of viewers uh, yeah. that day. Uh, right. We remember it was like nine twenty yeah. of the premiere of Who Done It. Like the guys walking, and then uh, <laughs> the Grand Canyon. <laughs> everybody, people thought it was scripted. We lost like thirty percent of our viewers. Like walked out the door. We lost like a million five mm-hmm. the next week, and slowly but surely we just kept kind of creeping and creeping and steady and steady. Got a nice bump last week, but people hung in there. And the the, the young demo, the, right. the young people between ten to sixteen are addicts. Yeah, yeah. I was because I was going to ask about the about the demographics. I mean, I've seen some of the you know the the ratings of the usual eighteen to thirty four. I think it is for that. But um, you know, do you, do you have like uh, geographic demographics that sort of thing to figure out who's watching? You know, it's it's a uh, it's a lot. Of, women love the show. Mm-hmm. They love CSI too. Mm-hmm. This skews far more younger than CSI. I mean, young people love the yeah. show, and we had the Teen Choice Awards last Sunday, so we got that big bump. I was like, wow, uh-huh. football! It's murder. I got murdered by oh, football. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know, the you know females are, are is the key to television all the way around. You women drive TV left and right, and you know, young. You, I didn't really understand why young people like the show until my kids were all over it and people's kids were all over it. So now in, in our Malibu house, we have this thing called Kid Done It. <laughs> Which is literally, I'll, I'll be Ziles. Oh my god! <laughs> and I do, I, I do these murders of like people that come over. We, you know, we have some, uh, we eat and have some, a couple uh, cocktails. And like, okay, you're gonna be dead. And we open the garage. And there's a dead person over the surfboard. <laughs> and they all go and they play this. Show, they play the game exactly like they do on the show. Called Kid Done It. And the, the last one I did was called Sharknado. <laughs> and I caught this 11 foot <laughs> hammerhead shark from South Beach that's stuffed. I yanked it off the wall and threw it in the pool. The guy floating. They just solved the crime. Like the last one whereabouts was like the weather channel was on. And it was so much fun. Young people love the show. So we do our annual, we do our Kid Done It thing every uh, week. That's awesome. It makes sense too because it's not gory in a sense. No. And it's, you know, it's fun for them to follow. And there are certain clues that, you know, young people could figure out and, and maybe even more so because they're not overthinking like maybe we have been at some points. Well, I've made the mistake of like doing a little green dot for the three pieces of evidence in all the areas for the kids just so they know what to look for, right? And so I, I, I had like, I did R for reverse in the Range Rover because the car was in reverse so they could find that, you know. And my 10-year-old was like, Dad, what are you marking it green for? Obviously, if it's in reverse, it's a clue. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Kids grow up right. reading yeah. reading the Hardy Boys, right? Yeah. It's maybe not anymore. But I mean, I, I remember. Nancy Drew. <laughs> yeah, yes, but yeah. you know, I, I, Encyclopedia Brown. I'm I'm, <laughs> da- I'm dating myself somewhat, but you know, the, I mean, I think that's They're really the curious. age where you. That's an age where you know you really latch on to. Um, I think you know mysteries and just solving mysteries and and that's you know at base what what this was you know there's there's a lot of very good makeup and yeah. and you know well, because, but yeah. John 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 Goodwin who does all of our makeup has won a bunch of Emmys for CSI came in and did this as a favor right and uh did such a good job the makeup effects on this show 
It's unbelievably beautiful. That's why people think they're we're murdering. Besides the, and, and, and my my boss at, at ABC, John Sedez, said to us, and I couldn't believe it. I fell off my chair. He said, "You know, the problem. I have no, no problem with the show. But the two things, the criticism I have is, you know, you did too good of a job, and it just looks too good." <laughs> And I'm like, what? That's why Are people think me? people were dying. Yeah, seriously. Um, but the cast had a great time. And I'll tell you, it, you know, I can go down the list of cast members of how they reacted when they got killed because it's interesting. Yeah. Sherry Please. was an, you know, Sherry yeah. was the 14th person. So how was she the first to go? I was going to gonna say that, yeah. Again, I wasn't around for the casting. I had people in town that day. So I guess they thought that she was interesting but didn't quite have the personality pop to run the show. Oh, so, so she was even, the 14th person She was, selected. yeah. She was so 14. basically she was like an alternate. Yeah, and, and we, we and liked the, her. She had a nice okay. personality. So did she get like paid to do that first episode? Yeah, she probably got paid for, okay, the, for the week or something. Okay, because for the other stuff with the with the test and everything, she didn't have a chance to do it. No, test. she knew. She, she was like, uh, you're not on the show. Here's the thing. Here's your choice. You cannot be on the show or you can say yes to be on the show and you die in the first five minutes. And she's like, yeah, cool, whatever. Okay. So we, you know, we told her to drop the champagne glass you know and we guess we it was so funny ABC got so caught up in like so why is the killer choosing her to be dead and I'm like well he just wants to play the game not good enough and I'm like okay so I, right. so it was like it was it had to come down to like she dropped the champagne glass <laughs> and that's the reason why you know you're, you're an insult to my house you're dead right. um, but she literally you know when she was shivering we sped the film up a little bit so she was really like, and I'm in the mm-hmm. cut room going more 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 <laughs> and she was freezing and shaking so bad because she was like we had to put water on her in her robe and this and that so Sherry was like happy to be in the show and then Dante was like oh man <laughs> this is supposed to launch my career <laughs> Seriously, we love man. all of you. Yeah. <laughs> he was not not happy. Um, and then uh, I think the next go was uh, Adriana. Was Adriana. Yeah. You know, yeah. she was she was no one liked her because she was super annoying. Great great lady, but super annoying. Um, and then Don was like, I just couldn't do the riddles. <laughs> Yeah. And then he looked at me, and I'm like, "Dude, you're a cop. You're yeah. killing. You're, you're, you're done when you yeah. go back to Valencia. You're done." Um, I me. wonder what he's what's happened to him now. Uh, they have, yeah. if he's I, like can you imagine joke. if he goes to the, yeah. to the oh, old cop bar? I mean, yeah. they're gonna have like you know drink specials named yeah. after him. And <laughs> fun, great guy. Not the best game player. Um, yeah. You know, Ulysses sort of took the news. You know, he was just like. Oh, well, that's a bummer. <laughs> and Ulysses. Dana was like, I want to go back home. I can't take this. This, this, is, this, is, this is Satan. Um, and Sasha was mad because they, they tricked her on this whole, you know, uh, snake business with the whole, you know. <laughs> with the clip. Yeah. So, so mad. Getaway Jack, whatever that thing was. Yeah. Uh, and then <clears throat> Ronnie was uh, super bummed out. Really? He played the game so well. He did. He, did. The, he, you did. Know? he was tripped up by a word. It looked like he just was not good with word puzzles. That yeah. jumble. He, like he, yeah. he was, and the week he came out, like he was the first to get down to yeah. that little word puzzle, and then it just looked. To, uh, do you know how long he actually spent there? Because we weren't sure because of editing. Because he, like was, he was, was there, there and then Melina came. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then so more I think people? I jumped somebody. So Gino was super yeah, bummed out. Oh, Gino. Yeah. Yeah. Gino, he was great. I, he was my odds-on favorite, and he. But Ronnie, at the end of the day. Uh, the funny thing about that show, and we try to do the best we can, but but Melina had pool, pool so early, and she and she, for some reason she just was not putting together pool equipment. That's what I said. She had that, pool that's, forever. She had pool, but and she didn't have pool table nor pool equipment. No, and she had, was like, oh. it was like I wrote, I wrote it was like it's like at an angle, yes. yours to tangle. Yes. Hello. <laughs> so she would do pool literally the first two seconds of it, and we're sitting like, oh, this challenge is gonna be two seconds. We're going to lunch. And the other thing you know, like she wasn't getting it and wasn't getting it and wasn't getting it. I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna lose this whole show because of this equipment thing. And Cam comes in with this EQ business and whoop, and yeah. got it. And that was it. That was the whole tide turn right there. Yeah, curtains. Curtains. It was. It was very like interesting. And I know some of our viewers like almost made fun of us because we said interesting so many times. But there were so many things that really were interesting, like the fact that it really. You know, well, first off, with the teams, how you saw everyone like split then together, and this one tried to go here, and Lindsay was playing both, and there, and I don't organic. know if that was, yeah, it was all organic. organic. I mean, we, we, again, very hands off. I didn't talk to Cass at all during the run at all, besides, you know, here's your Corona, here's your pizza, did you have fun? Cool. Ooh, here he comes. Ooh, what's for tomorrow? Can't tell you. Adios. <laughs> Chris Abrego talked to the cast a lot. Uh, I, I, I was the Grim Reaper more times than not, and right. said, hey, you gotta die, sorry, which is always a fun speech. Um, <laughs> 
But that's just the kind of way it went. It was, you know, human nature is based on all of our real, real worlds and survivors and that kind yeah. of thing. You just begin to form alliances, be in the backstab, kind of click up and double cross and play both sides and eavesdrop on doors and all that's organic you know which is which is crazy because if your cast wasn't good the show could have had a completely different outcome because also no you would go like you know you'd almost get to the end and there was a lot of times where I liked the Ronnie thing it, it switched last minute and it just organically happened like that like always yeah Ronnie just Ronnie just played himself out I mean, he played himself out just too much. Too many tricks, too many back and forth, too many conditions. To, let's lie about this, let's lie about that. And Cam, yeah. it's going to have Cam's back. He was the one that we're not going to lie about this. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to double cross people. We're not going to throw, you know, you just stay here. Lindsay, he played it like a really smart person would play the game. He was the best game player, and he's yeah. the winner. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, right. he, he was, uh, I mean, almost unbelievably straightforward. Uh, until until you actually watched it all play out, um, you just being so upfront and just... I mean, you know, we never saw at least um, him withhold anything from it, from his team, um, you know, in, well, he, yeah. in his reveals. And here's the here's the biggest piece of like afterbuzz.tv nugget. Afterbuzztv.com nugget. Yeah, dot com. No, say that. Uh, <laughs> I got you. I said that. Yeah, I said dot com on Twitter. Oh, it's a hangover thing. Um, <laughs> Cam was our alternate. Because our final 13, this guy who we cast, we loved, he got busted for, uh, he tested positive for drugs, like weed. And he had, wow. to get, he had to get bounced from the show, so we slipped Cam in there. And Cam's got this really weird following, because his name means like God or something, where he comes from. It's the craziest thing. So now oh. I'm thinking when he won, I'm like, those people back there, like, this <laughs> guy's really God, dude. <laughs> Seriously, it's so crazy. He was alternate on the show. There was a lot of, for lack of a better word, crazy followers. Like we've gotten so many tweets. We've actually tweeted with the whole cast. I believe that we've received back from everybody, and we we tried to get some of them in, but I think it was against the rules or whatever it was. But it was even funny last week. Melena had tweeted, "Can't wait to hear what Afterbuzz has to say (laughs) about this one." And I was like, "How did you put my phone away?" Because I was so nervous that someone was going to spoil something for us. Well, I'm really proud of the, the the Twitter community, and really proud of of the online community to not bash. You know, there tend, tends to be a really bashing, hating nature in, in shows like this. And everybody was super positive. They all had their, their horses they backed. Right. And they really got behind certain people. And uh, when I was watching a lot of the chat boards, Chris was on the radar a lot. Not a lot she of Chris was. chatter. You know, a lot of Adriana chatter up front, a lot of Melina chatter, a lot of Lindsay chatter. She did tweet me to clarify <clears throat> that she was not just an ex-beauty <clears throat> queen. Because oh. we were curious, we were curious because you know everyone was listed with their occupation, and then hers right. was ex beauty queen, right? It, an ex occupation is no. I mean, I mean, look, she's a, she's right. a former Miss Nevada, yes. You know, so she's not it's significant. No, no such thing as ex marine, right? So right. she's a former. So she's a former Miss Nevada. Um, like we said, she doesn't drink alcohol. So we did that the, the whole scene in the limousine. You know, I was in the cutting room going, "Oh, what do you mean? Where's the champagne for Chris? <clears throat> oh, she doesn't drink alcohol." So it might be just for personal preference. It might be because of Miss Nevada thing. You know, I know she's not supposed to be cussing and this and kind of thing. So this, and then she said, what, like, she, she did curse in like episode four. No, uh, yeah, and, and, she had, I think she, and I think she had to apologize for that. Um, that yeah. That's what because yeah. in this one she said, um, "Son of a biscuit." Yeah, which and, we thought was dubbed and, in. Was well, it? No, 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 it was. No, she said, uh, yeah, because it sounded. They thought it was weird. dubbed in. I was. I, 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 I thought it was because she had sworn on camera right. in three, third or four. But that and was got the, that was the reason why in the beginning you didn't think she was a killer because you were like, "There's right. no way ABC would be okay with their killer swearing on TV." So it's well, <laughs> well I mean, that was before we had Anthony. Yeah. I mean, he clarified a lot of things. Right. The alcohol thing was weird because I have to as a person you don't drink alcohol so when she had the I didn't know this when I, when we opened up the Baccarat crystal things for their presence in the limousine she was like cheers and I'm like where's the alcohol she doesn't drink so now I'm like hmm is this a Miss like is this a Miss Nevada thing right or is this a personal preference thing because in the editing room you're drinking meaning <laughs> right. I'm going to add pink Champagne to her glass because if she does, if she cheers without alcohol, just one more like ding for Chris. Right. So it was a weird judgment call, and I I just had to make the call. Right. Yeah. But so for the record, Chris doesn't drink. Right. So good clarifications. Yes. One one to just kind of move slightly off off exactly what we were just talking about, but uh, you're good at that. Yeah. No. I I, I like the tangents occasionally, but uh, I I just have a a a non question that has come up. I think for all of us at various points is. just how much interaction with the with the 
dead bodies of the contestants in the morgue is there in the sense that you know they know it's i mean it, it, whether it's you know whether it's Gino there or Ronnie there laying on the table um you know what what goes on where where they're pulling them back and you know like like when they pull that basketball? So yeah. from, okay, so from a perspective that the contestants are still c- competing and there's a there's a person acting dead. From well, that the, perspective, that just like just like well, the the kind yeah, of like, curious rules about yeah, it. Like you can, you're allowed well, to touch the body. You I mean, not this. just the rules too, but just like in general. Yeah, sure. You know, like I mean, you know, was anyone ever like, hey, don't touch that? Or <laughs> no, no, no. We we have we have a very strict sit down with the cast uh-huh. that's in the morgue. Okay. So we choose the morgue. We say, okay, here's the thing. Okay. So female on the table. You're not allowed to touch her. You can't lift her skirt. You okay. can't go inside her, her chest area. Right. You can't go underneath. In, you know, can't. Right. You can turn her over, but you can't okay. go near, you know, the buttocks area. Like, right. we're very super, right. like, it's all it's all taped, so we know mm-hmm. that the rules are. Right. Last thing we need is some sexual harassment case, right. so we're very clear about that. Um, where it gets funny is, <laughs> is when Ronnie chooses the morgue, um, knowing that, uh, or when Cam chooses the morgue, knowing there's a beef with, with Sasha who's dead. <laughs> That's where we're sitting back going, oh, no, because I have to sit there and I have to shave a white tablecloth, I'm sorry, washcloth with uh, a razor blade. Right. And I have to personally put the, the stuff in her nose yeah. and tell her not to snort it down her, you know. Right. So when they're trying to find that, there's there's some drama between several contestants that are, when they're in that intimate proximity, they have to hold their character and right. we know they don't like each other. Right. So we're just hoping nothing bad happens. So we're pretty strict on the rules. But yeah. everybody, you know, my kids always say, don't did, did, did they laugh? Don't they like, like giggle because they're being, but everybody played the role just perfectly. Okay. Straight, right. no problems. It's great. And then the snakes, um, were, I mean, were any of those, did they have a propensity to bite any of them? Sure. Oh, no question. And yeah. So they bitten? really had to grab the snake and throw it in there. For the finale? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there, there was, you know, there was, but again, those snakes aren't poisonous. Those two. no, no, yes. But the ones in the, sh- the shack, snake room, yeah, those yeah. were definitely they, they weren't poisonous, but they bite. Okay, anyone so, get bitten? No, but uh, the Wrangler guy <laughs> brings in these do. literally. He brings in these um, like rounded coolers of snakes that are labeled. Mm. We had eighty snakes. We <laughs> lost three. Two went inside the wall. One escaped in the shack. But he, and he talks to him like the snake whisperer. He's like, don't bite me, don't bite me, don't relax, my dear, relax, my dear. And I have footage and I'm like, oh my God. But we, we put so many snakes in there. Uh, but it was, you know, it was a little creepy, a little dangerous. But the cast, you know, some people, they just kind of just did their thing. I mean, Cam hates snakes, so we were loving that. What were you wow. guys looking for in contestants? Well, I mean, look, the show, like you said, the show lives and dies on the cast. So yeah. someone that's going to be vibrant on television, it'll pop on TV, has a good personality. A lot of times we love the casting audition tapes. We, we flew them in to Los Angeles and they were just dead. Yeah. Such a bummer. Literally. But some people, you know, I was on Gino from, <laughs> I was on Gino in the very beginning. We had a thousand people and then Gino was stuck out right away and he made the cast. Yeah. But, you know, and then when you get there on the day, we call it CSI shock. We have actors come on. They're like really great in the room and the audition's awesome. They have that one great line. They're in the mirror a thousand times saying, you know, da da da. And on the day, they're, they're dead. But for this cast in particular, they did a really good job. They bought into the narrative. You know, they didn't break the island. They started looking at the camera the entire time. They just bought into the fact they're going to play out this reality fiction part where there's playing the game. And, and, and we, I got a lot of flack on Twitter um, about when Cam said, I'm a little reluctant to jump into this pool water because Dante just died in there. And the cat, America's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. It's just a show. But what? it was just Cam buying into the narrative. That's right. all it really was. It was just him honoring the audience, not insulting the audience. So that was right. pretty cool. So, um, you know, going back to you said there was, um, you know, people kind of talking bad about the show, but we watch um, The Soup. Did you ever have you mm. called any? Oh my gosh, it, it it's pretty funny. Joel gives it a nice little. Really, I heard about it. I heard yeah. about it. Well, I don't. Well, wanna, we were I, excited to see it every week because we follow yeah. the show, you know. So we kind of know. It's like little snippets of when they tease it, we'd know what the what the payoff was going to be. Well, it was I, I think, Giles. It was frequently it was frequently Gildard in some of his bigger moments. Right, I think. right. Well, look, I mean, I I think that I think the critics kind of jumped on it and passed it over pretty quickly and never gave it a chance. And I was I was a little taken aback. I was like, wow, you know, myself and Carl Mendelson and Donahue, Jerry Bruckheimer and Danny Cannon and Pam Vise, like we did such a really great job building that CSI franchise into what it is today. Right. You know. Um, and it is back-to-back-to-back to back to back most watched show in the world, according to MIP. So I felt like, you know, when we did this, they were really quick to jump on it and go, ah, blah, blah, blah. Rather than say, hey, maybe there's a method to our madness here. That's why the reprieve, the sort of the, the end thing in the finale, the first five minutes was like, aha, 
They're not dying. We were ahead of you the whole time. We got your back Twitter. Like, we totally just went behind the curtain and said, hey, we had a big voice in the, in the finale and said, you know, we, we had a game plan the entire time. I really like that. I like, and again, too, I mean, to, just to go over some of the other stuff in the finale, I love that they had the clues. So what you're saying is that they were filmed separately they to were, do that whole pinball yeah, we, puzzle. We had to. We just We just legally couldn't. Get around the traffic jams. Right. You know, somebody messes up a thing, puts a puzzle piece in, <clears throat> gets caught. Both people get caught up in the shooting challenge or right. snake challenge. We just legally right. we couldn't do it. So makes we, sense. And by the way, legally we almost had to throw the whole episode out because again, they're legal so strict at ABC about this money. You just can't. You know, you have to make sure it's all by the rules. So to avoid traffic jams and to keep it legit, even even remember the ice challenge with ice pick. Yeah. If that ice melts, you know, literally uh, a couple centimeters lower than somebody else's, it's going to call the whole challenge off and bring in new ice. Like, it's really super strict. Wow. If that yellow compartment that, that opened up that says mystery is lower or higher than it should be and somebody has unfair advantage of the, of the ice pick, the whole thing gets called off. So the only thing we could do is just go start, finish, start, finish, and time it to have a clear-cut winner for legal to say here's the money to avoid lawsuits. And then we, we shot a lot of crosses where people would cross and run. Oh, or in front of each other to give the illusion they're actually racing. Right. That's just part of the movie magic. Uh, earlier you had said you threw out episode seven and eight or, or threw out large portions. I, I wasn't sure exactly what you what you were referring well, to. Well, it means I'd write the episode and give it to ABC. Okay. And okay. We was, uh, you know, <clears throat> I, episode seven <laughs> was episode seven, which is Crash My Party, mm-hmm. where there's a plan B. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the first. The first iteration was like they were eating sliders and there was it was actually hu- human meat. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and ABC's like, cannibalism is too dark. <laughs> toss. And once you, once you toss one thing in the episode, the whole episode's gone. Okay. So I did a whole Plan B thing where you know Gino didn't wear the things downstairs, so I had to go to Plan B and night goggles and the the cooey cooey nut you know noose yeah. and so that that was great. And then episode eight. Uh, I had something else, and it just wasn't working. And once I had ricin, mm-hmm. that got fixed, and then we did the whole thing. But we actually told the we actually told the contestants make sure in episode eight when you're by yourself in the different areas that you do talk it out for the audience. Because our yeah. fear was they're, they're like they're like no one's here, so I'll just look at the body, not say anything. So Melina's like, oh, did you do this? Did you do that? Oh, 105 temperature. Like we at least told them to verbalize it because we were so. Frightened that if you have no one to talk to in the room, you're dying on television. But But it worked out pretty good. Well, I have a question: Is was there a hint in every episode that led you to Chris? No, not every episode. Okay, she would just do small things like you know, I've shotguns, this, that, like that was a cop, just little things that would say if you're really thinking on the know. Some people, most people, some people were on Chris in the very beginning, which is kind of weird. Yeah, but you know, she slid on the radar for a while, but there. you know, ABC made me move a lot of those sort of like clues to the end before the eleven the eleven murder run, where she says I killed those people eleven straight times. We did a couple of like clue, clue, clue things you're talking about, and then we right. did the whole montage of all the things at the very end. Right, and because also in this episode, um, you can see clearly that Lindsay has a different clue at the end, which right away, you know, I thought she was dead. But in that clue, it said the arrow pointed, and then she got shot by an arrow. I don't believe, like, all the other clues weren't that straightforward. Or so well, of them, we just missed it? I, no, I just, I was, the game plan was I needed to give the first two people that were going to be in the final, knowing that it's going to be Chris, obviously, and uh, Cam. I had to give them the same poem, because we wanted to do the whole, like, standoff where they kind of walked around at the same time, what's going, yeah. what's going on here? Which turned out well. Yeah, then I had to give Lindsay something separate, which is like, at least give the illusion to the audience and her that mm-hmm. she has she has a chance to win. Yeah, because that's, 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 right? yeah. Arrow victory points to you, like, oh, great, how am I doing? You know? Right. Um, that was a whole funny thing, because we had to, like, <laughs> glue this arrow like, this arrow onto her. It kept going down here, then it was up here. And, and then I got so much, so much crap from everybody, like, I don't understand, you know, what's triggered the mechanical night? So I had to add these robot sounds. <laughs> so it shot. You know, we had to make sure that, that the rotation of the bookcase, you know, triggered the because Chris was upstairs and she couldn't have done that. All these logic problems on the day. But it worked That's out. Well, I do have one question that I wanted to get to from our YouTube watchers, from Andrew Martin. He said, I'd really like to ask the producers if they regret making the riddles so powerful because mm. it had nothing to do with betrayals or backstabs. The sole reason Cam's team won is that they got the riddles time and time over. So strong. Well... 
No, I have no regrets. I mean, I wrote every one of those riddles. I mean, they were just they were just fun. Just things you can kind of just nudge them into, make them sure they're doable. There's a little a lot of there's a lot of misleads in the riddles if you overthink it. You know, there's one riddle that talked about being cool and laid back, which meant the morgue. Right. And I remember telling the challenge producer, I'm like, and these shows, by the way, they have challenge producers. They just do the challenges, which are awesome. So there was a there's there's an ad council poster when I was a kid with a with a gun up up a guy's nose <laughs> for cocaine. <laughs> And then it, it said, like, a lot of young kids think they're cool and laid back. They are. And it shows them in coffins. <laughs> so, like, so I used that in the riddle. It was kind of funny. But uh, the funny part to me was running those kind of things and having people outside going, oh, cool and laid back. Is there lawn chairs? Are they in the pool? Oh, out of our element. Is it water? You know? It was really funny, too, where people would take the clues. Like, even yeah. last week, people were saying that the killer was Chris because it was the cream in the rice milk with the soy or so or something like that that le- <laughs> that spelt out the letters of her name like people were putting oh, yeah, clues together in luck. a way that yeah. wow. we that we didn't think of like people put a lot of energy into figuring well, it out it's awesome the funny part about it is you know the cast was getting really tired by the end 789 and you know Lindsay missed a ton that library that's what I was she missed, about she missed the book of toxins she missed yeah. the uh, camera the pinhole yeah. and the in the monkey see monkey yeah. do pin cam and I was like so I would, I'd write these things like some of you missed this and that and it just got and I was like you, you missed A, B and C and D and E and then at some point I just got so so angry they were missing stuff and I was like I might be inclined to do another double murder right. you know when Giles got mad because I was so mad behind the scenes going idiots you're missing all this stuff because if you miss all this evidence by the time you piece your case together it doesn't make any sense in the cutting room and I'm like how could you guys miss I have a thousand books there's one book sticking out like come on yeah. which with that particular thing I think it would have been interesting for us to see that like even the episode before because we saw those monkeys because you know then you could be like right. wait but there's a camera what's that supposed to lead to you know right. like that would have been interesting but to see how far we, the we tried we tried overlap as much stuff as we could but again just yeah. we shot seven and eight seven in one day and eight in one day that was wow. one day shoots wow. boom 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 because there's less people right um and they were just they were just tired they were missing stuff yeah. left and right they, for example in the episode where gino wrote the letter the note um one of the clues was a bobby pin that was laying right right there just nobody nobody found it so i'm like how, how did he get oh. in the room you know Right. Well, so, see, and with, when out. it was with Lindsay, that made me think she was the killer then. Because then I started thinking, oh, well, she's miss- she's going over these clues, not really pointing them out, because she doesn't really care because she's the killer. Right. You and know? and, and that's what I thought. I was like, oh, well, she can kind of slack off a little and get yeah. away with it. Well, and I just in the thought it was shoddy policing on her part. <laughs> no, but in the beginning, because she was, you know, playing both teams so well in the beginning, and there was such a drama about it, you know? So right. that, that I think I was there with you. In yeah, the she was going back and forth, so she just kind of got wrangled and sequestered by Cam saying, okay, you're either going to stay here and they hate you now, so now you have to stay here. And then she just kept riding the coattails all the way through. You know? Were they allowed to hang out with each other when no, they were shooting? No, no, okay. no, 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 I mean, no. I mean, the biggest, you know, the thing is this cast, what no one knows that you guys know now, was you had to come to set with um, blindfolds on with these things called cans, like these are ones you can't hear out of, in a van, driven up, stop, idling in a van for 45 minutes, Raise your hand to pee. Raise his hand to go to bath. The other, other one, number two. It was that bad. And literally, they would stay in rooms, couldn't communicate. In fact, when the Boston bombings happened, we had to tell the cast and say, "Hey, we have a national tragedy. If you got to call home, we'll let you call right now. But we have to watch and see what you say." Um, but they were under big time sequestering situations, and it was like permission to pee, permission to eat. You know. And we literally had Cam and Ulysses talk for a second, like behind a tree during the Woods episodes, and we're like, hey, they're, they're talking! <laughs> so you had some of those instances. Right. But for the most part, they were always separated. So it was, it was a very tough existence to do the shoot. Really hard mentally and psychologically to do it. On top of like the riddles and the surprise and people on fire, and you know, right. it's hard, it hard to mentally stay there. It's tough. Wow, so awesome. <clears throat> so what are, what are your <laughs> thoughts about a season two? Whew. Well, you know, I, look, I, I think this is, in, in my career, CSI has, has been really, really great to us. I, I feel like this is, this is one of the, one of our masterpieces. I think we did such a nice job in this particular season. Um, the criticisms on the show for where I sit is, you know, did you get enough chance, to, enough time to really get to know who the cast people were, like Survivor, because you're always playing the game so much? Right. So some of the criticisms coming back is we don't get to know anybody enough to really get into it until later on in the season. Um, so we've we've had some talks about you know is there a celebrity who done it, 
you know, is that a possibility for the summer? A, it'd probably be more funny. <laughs> it's like yeah. Charles Barkley stars in. Um, you know, B, you already kind of know who they are relationship-wise. There's not a lot of relearning. Right. Um, you know, and C, they're not really dying on the show. Right. Uh, so those are, you know, three reasons to do that. But, you know, we, we feel like we're probably one more notch away from, you know, getting to the four or five millions, you know, for the summer. But I got to say, 3.3 million for a summer show. A rookie show is actually pretty darn good. It's pretty yeah. darn good for a summer run. You know, it's on hiatus. I mean, when all the great, great crime shows are on hiatus, this one comes in. It kind of fills that sort of void. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I had a blast. Yeah, it was awesome for us as well. I mean, there was so, like, every single night we'd be like, but what? But what? Even Virginia last week was like, I just want to know. You know, right. like, it was crazy. Well, Twitter right now is going crazy. I, I read these, these tweets every every hour. And they're like, I just can't wait. I'm dying. I'm, yeah. I'm going to die before I watch it. You know, and all this stuff. But, uh I think the, the it does all the right things for a TV show. The anticipation to answer two big questions: who is the killer? Who will be the winner? There's a reason to invest, you know, and back a horse all the way to the very end. So, but one of the things that I've found is I think people backed different horses. I mean, clearly, if the horse you're backing dies, you go to a different horse. Right. But I feel like there hasn't <laughs> been a lot of people that can say, and maybe there is, but I feel like the majority of people can say that they've jumped around a few times well, rather than being like it was always Chris. I was in San Diego with my, my wife's brother and family watching the premiere. They made like a nice little banner for me and they, we all wore fake mustaches and, <laughs> and you know, magnifying glasses. And um, we, we took the office pool and it was all like Butler, Ulysses, Adrian. Oh, uh, this, this, you know. and, I and I remember I rolled it up and I'm going to see them tomorrow at camp. I'm going to go to camp land. And, I'm gonna, and, I'm, and on, on their different, in their closet is it rolled up and I hit it. So I'm going to go there on Sunday for the finale. And uh, that just aired. I'm going to open it up and I'm going to see that nobody said Chris. It was all like wrong, 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 wrong. 20 people. Nobody said Chris. All, wow. everybody, everybody lost. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. We all had suspicions, but I don't know. I think Brian might have last I week. Did, I, I, well, I, I predicted the first week and then I predicted last week I predicted Cam was the winner and, and Chris was the killer. But I mean, I don't. I don't proclaim to have any. Uh, it's changed. Great. Yeah, I it's mean, I've been ju- I've been jumping around. Yeah, Cam, yeah. Cam was an easy one, I think, right. as of late. Like, oh, yeah. it's Cam. Yeah. But but when I watched with my family in Buffalo, it was all, it was Camelina, Camelina, Cam yeah. Lindsay, Cam Lindsay. Not really too many Cam Chris's come out people's mouths. Right. But then when the Butler thing came, when Butler was a killer, <laughs> they all turned around and go, if I invested nine weeks in this show and it's the Butler, I'm never watching this show ever again. <laughs> that's, they that's were so mad. I, that's yeah. exactly how I thought. I'm like, no way. How am I yeah. supposed to do an after show? Uh, Anthony's coming. You know, the, Butler? the Butler did it. Like, yeah. I was like, this show's going to be terrible, the after show. I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there watching the show and smoking a cigar in the background. And my Aunt Maria turns around and says, I'll kill you. <laughs> That's really well, and I, I think the other great thing is that you do get two kind of victory things, Chris and Cam. You know, it's like it's not just a one winner. It's like two things you've been trying to figure well, out the whole time. The funny thing is nobody really cares about the winner in this show. It's, it's a funny true. thing. It's like, you know, who's right. killer? killer? Like, who, 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 who the winner is? Nobody cares what the winner is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So another question. What's the thing with the animals? There's lots of animals in this. Are you just like a <laughs> zoo? He's a creative guy. Yeah. I love it. I know that for season two, I definitely want to have a big python swallow a body. You told us that. That's for oh. sure. Yeah, give that one away. Um, it's funny when we first did Mountain Lion we, in the room, and I had you know my two writing partners, you know Trey Calloway and Liz Devine, both worked on CSI and CSI New York. So okay, we want to do a Mountain Lion where this Mountain Lion mauls somebody, and there's this big big game room with there's a moose and a deer and a lion with plaques, almost like you know trading places with the plaques. Yeah. And then when we, they hear the growl and they run back into the game room, like, it's empty. There's just a hole where it says mountain lion. Like, that was the original thought process. Right. And then we kind of got into this whole thing where there's, you know, and Liz had the idea to, you know, step on the mat and the trap door opens and it comes out. But the funny thing about being a creator and a writer is it seems so absurd in the room and it seems so absurd when you write it. But when they actually film it, it's like, wow, it actually does work. Right. <laughs> it's kind of cool. There's this bleeping thing on the bottom of the mat. The thing comes up. And that, that mountain lion's name is Kona. It was a teenage boy, mountain lion. And uh, that mountain lion was so sweet but so ferocious. And, you know, they jump off of limbs and trees and eat you. So we had to train this thing for three weeks with a, you know, a trainer who was stressed out the entire time to jump on it and eat this kind of fake plastic steak. Train it, you know, beep, beep. <laughs> So the thing, the thing is, this thing came on, and we had to train it to like maul the dummy Don. Right. 
and I'm a big violence guy and a big pyro guy. So everything on fire is like more fire, more fire, more violence, more violence. And this, this, I guess the actor lion got tired and literally just went and just chewed on Don's fake head and would not let go, would not let go for anything. The trainer does this thing: stop, stop, this and that, you know, whatever magic things they do. Nope, head came off. Done deal. Shoots over, <laughs> but the actor got tired and just mauled Don to death. And I'm like, hope you shot it. You know, so we got that great ending shot where the cat went at the end of episode four as our out. It's like, yeah. And then for the for the episode, um, uh, Bombadita, episode yeah, five yeah. in the woods. It was so great because we're shooting. and They go, oh, by the way, that horse was the same horse they use in Django that does flips. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're telling me this now? Yeah. I go. We're, we're stopping production for an hour to dig a hole to make sure the actor, the stunt guy, falls on the dirt because we're flipping the horse. Yeah. If the horse does a flip, the horse is gonna flip. <laughs> they got so mad at me. It's like we're wasting time. We're gonna lose light. I'm like, I don't care what we lose. This is uh, this is our out of our teaser. The horse flipping upside down with the belly and the camera, and like just like clockwork, it was like Ulysses, Ulysses, right in the camera. Like yeah, that's you know. But that's this is a reality show. They don't do that in reality shows, right? You know, it's more like it's that's why it's reality fiction. It's very cool cinematic stuff. Well, and the funny thing is, like y'all did so many great animal things, and then Ronnie's like they had a trained monkey, and it was like what, but. I mean, y'all could have scripted that. <laughs> well, I mean, it just felt weird that it was that it was lion and horses. It was right. supposed to be like, now that you've done a more aggressive animal, let's do a lighter-hearted animal with the horses. That was kind of the whatever. Right. But Ronnie, for some reason, was so in cloud nine in, in a different lost. galaxy. He was like, I think a trained monkey, and we're sitting there, and, and we're sitting there in the control room, going, what? <laughs> A, a, a trained monkey could have went up and then did what? And it was so funny. He thought maybe uh, on a Hail Mary at, at dinner. Well, it's feasible. A trained monkey could have done that, right? You know? And they're like, you're nuts. And Cam's like, get out of here. I think but, we yeah. definitely need a trained monkey next Desperation, season. Desperation. <laughs> yeah. So. One, one last thing for me. Uh, are, do, you, do you do the titles? Of the episodes, yeah, I think we all do them in the room. Yeah, because I, I, I love the titles. I, I loved Frost Nixon. Um, well, it was funny because you know when you work in TV long enough, there's those magical seasons, those right. things that happen. You know, Sherry, she did cheerlead in her zapping, mm-hmm. and she's a cheerleader. Right. Dante's Inferno, yeah. right? Uh, Don was lying about being a football coach. Mm-hmm. But you didn't plan that. Nobody didn't plan this. Yeah. You know, Adriana, who's a TV anchor during the Boston bombings. It was just, there was a lot of weird things kind of happening. Ronnie said he sold frozen food when he's actually a, a bounty hunter. And he ended up blowing up with the uh, the liquid nitrogen and being frozen. It was like all these weird things lined up in wow. the show. And I'm like, it's so crazy. Creepy. That is a little right? creepy. You know, even, creepy. even Gino was, was, a, was a bar trivia host. Yeah. And he was sitting there at a, at a, at a luau doing his thing and dancing right. and hosting. It was like, it was so crazy. That is crazy. Is that nuts? Yeah. Yeah. Any last questions from you, Virginia? I, I, no, not really. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I feel like it. I've been getting them out. Yeah. I know. I know if I come on here, I can answer all your questions. I know. I loved it. I mean, I think for me, too, the the biggest thing, I just, all the twists. I mean, but if they weren't on purpose, like, I can't really ask about them if they just happened. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the thing. I feel like I'm just like, what else is there? No, yeah. I, I mean, we did a really good job in the script phase to make sure that we set up situations that, that were very twisty and turny, and it happened organically. You know, right. I, if, if you if you look at if you watch the show really, really closely, you won't see a lot of hand-holding or a lot of overly producing, which I'm super proud of. I think we did a really good job. Some people thought it was maybe just too good to be true that it was overly produced, but it really wasn't. It was just... The situations were just pristine, and they it, they just the show just worked. Yeah, and I think that's even how like when you're finding out who the winner, it's like, is this really happening? Is this? <laughs> yeah. Are they really telling you right now that Chris is the killer? Like, I I was confused almost. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, how is this you, happening? I mean, people still still. You know, my family still thinks that Melina would be popping out at the end going, oh, it's really me! Like there's some <laughs> yeah, last twist of a twist, right? I was waiting for a last twist. Right, I right. really, really was waiting for a last twist. And uh, did Cam really just get to keep that cash in the suitcase, or is that just for... Uh, it's fake, fake cash. Oh, fake God. cash. But yeah, he actually won the money fair and square, you know? He played the game the best. And uh, I was pulling for Lindsay at the end there, I have to admit. You know, she was really sweet. But she was super sick in the finale. If you watch her running around, she was just had the flu. She was uh, so exhausted. Oh, what kind of engineer is she? 
I, I was curious. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I, I was wondering. I think she used to work at a police precinct that she has like a badge or something, but now she's an engineer. I don't know. But well, and yeah. she definitely wasn't drunk last week's episode. No, no, no. no <laughs> what was her craziness for? She just gets a little goofy, you know. And yeah. he's, he's around the bar, she's like, you know, yeah, I never know. And I'm like, why am I being so weird? <laughs> Funky. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, she did a nice job. But the funny part was when I had to. This is another tidbit. When I had to have the cast read the entire um, phone call, when I cut it all together, the phone call thing. Right. Like, um, I had to make her laugh because I wanted her to laugh at the end. Of, <laughs> so she was like, "Do something, make me laugh," and I had to get up and like do my like butt slap, you know, like <laughs> like kind of like disco butt slap. And she'd be like, <laughs> and it sounded all creepy, but she had to, I had to make her laugh to get that laugh shot. That's so. <laughs> Too much information for her. Never enough information. We love all the information. Thank you. Um, Well, guys, thanks for watching all season. It was a great season. We hope that you join us for season two. We're just going to put it out there. Fingers crossed. Send your your tweets in. How long do you think it will be until we find out? I think ABC wants to get all the numbers, get all the DVR numbers coming in, seeing how how the uptick of the finale, and, and just kind of focus on the positives and go into our bigger boss and say, hey, you have the same team. You have Zyker and Abrego and Tony Sacco did a great job shooting this thing. And come back, maybe do celebrities or do it all over again and, and just come back as a solid summer show. It should come back, I think. Which celebrities would you like to have? I would, if you had your I choice? would love, like, you know, like a, just like really good celebrities like, you know, Charles Barkley, uh, Geraldo Rivera, Billy Peterson. Geraldo! <laughs> Major Billy Peterson oh, would be awesome. Oh, yeah. The real Grissom. Gangster. Um, that would be pretty great. Uh, you know, Susan Lucci, just uh, people from Dancing of, of the Stars type, you know. Gary you know. Sinise? He'd be great. Yeah. He's, 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 he's oh, David Caruso, imagine that. Right. Uh, Come back. With the I'm back to solve nothing. No. Um, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, but, but I think, uh, I think, you know, more relevant celebrities that are sort of in the now, not of yesteryear, would be great. Right. Okay, well, that, I think, wraps up. Unless there's anything else you'd like to add. No, just very happy to be on, be here. And you're, you're a great, loyal following. And uh, AfterBuzz.TV, Anthony Zucker signing out. <laughs> and I'll see you next season for Who Done It Part 2, Ambassadors. Take care. Sweet. And I am Steph Z. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. And, and you can find me at Virginia Reina. And you'll, you'll find me at some point. You're not going to find Ryan, apparently. You're not going to find me. Add Zyker, add Zyker. And yes, we can find Anthony at Zyker, which is Z-U-I-K-E-R. Thank you guys so much for your loyalty. Please watch the finale um, and give us your comments, too, because we we'll enjoy them for next season. Okay, thanks a lot. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.